Hola, yo soy Elise. Y... I don't know how to say that. So... Cut all this out. I don't know what I'm mumbling to myself. So I would just like to say... Um, spoilers. So yeah. if you don't want to hear spoilers... You can skip ahead, but also at a random point in this podcast, I'm just going to repeat it again to trick you into listening to them. Suckers. He met you in the sticks. You said you were- Welcome to another episode of 80 Page Giants. I am your host, David. With me is uh, reigning superhero Jeopardy champion and the only other co-host who's not a complete piece of shit. Mikey Love. Hey, it's Saturday night. I'm it drunk. Is Saturday. <laughs> On Saturday night? Well, I figured Saturday night. I mean, none of us. Saturday night? <laughs> Shout out to Bay City Rollers. <laughs> uh, none of us. You're an ex murderer? Yeah, yeah. None of us that really do this. Like, I don't. I, I guess UK Mike r- would really probably be partying. Tonight, but no one else. I mean, I don't think Ellis is out getting, you know, shitty in a gutter somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Ellis's entire life is in a gutter. <laughs> he's in these streets, literally. All right, so. So, hey, Mike, you know what happened this past weekend? What's that? Uh, San Diego Comic Con 2015. Yeah. And. There was a ton of big reveals. I don't know. Was there a ton? It seemed like from DC there was. Everyone else, I mean, everyone else had things, but I really feel like, by and large, DC came away looking like the darlings of Comic-Con. Yeah, so far at least. I, th- I don't know if there's one more day or not. I'm not a professional Comic-Con guy, but... Um, I've also coined my new favorite term... Comic cons, right? Cans. Like, it's cons, like cons. France. Yeah, because it just—I feel like Comic Con has been overran with everyone who's just like more into movies and TV shows and shitty Doctor oh, Who things than like, comic books. Like the Cons Film Fest. That's yeah, the that's the one. Comic cons. I'm really surprised that there's not a Comic Cons cons. In France at this point. Like, that's... <laughs> no, I. if there's anybody in France at all who wants to help us start Comic Cons, please. <laughs> or Comic Cans. However you want to do it. Chris Sandwich. Yeah. Do oh, here's, here's an update um, from occasional co-host Ellis. Mm. And uh, the reason he's not here with us um, doing this Comic Cans... Review is because he was watching the Minions movie. The Minions movie? Yeah, those like little yellow shitty guys. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that better have been a date with his smoking hot girlfriend. <laughs> I think Chris Hansen wants to have a word with you. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, smoking hot for Ellis is age group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got like, you. Ellis done good. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the big things that uh, DC announced. And at least one Marvel thing that I might be the only person who cares about. Well, and yeah. So let's lead off with that. 
which is Wesley Snipes has been in discussion for a new Blade movie. Yeah, why, man? Like Because yeah. those Blade franchise was fucking rad? This is, you know, you mentioned this to me the other day, and I almost went back and watched all three just so I could dispute dispute it to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I just didn't care that much, and I don't think I think it's too little, too late. Wesley Snipes is what fifty something maybe by now. Yeah, but Wesley Snipes could still beat both of our asses. I I could see him doing it where he's like training the next younger Blade, maybe. <laughs> that might be cool. Kid Blade. And maybe uh, Deadpool will have a. Uh, but I mean, he's supposed to be like a half vampire. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is one year younger than my dad. And shout out to our audience who knows how old your dad is. He's 50-something. I'm not sure. 50 Would you pay money to see four. your dad and Wesley Snipes fight in a cage? Actually, yeah, I would. <laughs> That'd be kind of rad. Right? <laughs> Wesley would be like, what does that M tattoo stand for? And your dad would just say many things. Yeah. <laughs> I stand, You know, I feel like Blade 1, a little slow... But when you get into 2 and 3, those are really fun movies, especially 2. I haven't seen them in a long time, but I remember hating uh, 3. That's fair, but you also remember really liking... What was that one shitty movie we were talking about before we started recording? Uh, I don't know. I'm drunk. I'm drunk now. Um, Birth of a Nation, I think. No, uh, it wasn't Birth of a Nation. You were totally saying how much you loved Birth of a Nation. I don't think anyone can say that they like Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Alice could. Alice also um, reps the Confederate flag on the back of his bicycle. Does he? Well, if he likes Birth of a Nation, he does. That's that. fair. So, yeah, uh, Wesley Snipes in discussion for a possible fourth Blade movie, and I'm pretty excited about that. I thought all of those movies were fantastic. What movie are you talking about that we were talking about earlier? It was, uh, it wasn't an Adam Sandler movie. It was like one of those movies that it's okay to like when you're younger, but then you realize like how bad it is when you get older. Oh, Van Wilder. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. you like Van Wilder and hated Blade three. So maybe those things could swap. Well, I liked Van Wilder when it came out, probably came out, a little bit earlier than Blade 3. This but, is a uh, lot of talk about the Blade trilogy. Well, I mean, I want to get that out there. Yeah, Van Wilder came out two years earlier. Loved Van Wilder <laughs> at the time. Right. And I think I was 14. Hated Blade 3 when I was about 17 or 18, so... Eh. Um, the other big news... Uh. Well, you know, there's lots of big news. Yeah, so, well... We'll, we'll touch on some things, and other things we'll just kind of skim through. And if there's something that piques your interest, yeah, we can uh, talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. Because you you were following it a lot more closely than I was. So there's oh, probably... yes, I was. Um, so the other thing is that a, uh, a standalone Ben Affleck Batman movie has been announced. Yeah, uh, not, not, excited, just... not excited about that. <laughs> we should keep track of the things you are and aren't excited for. Well, that's something that I want to talk about, but I'm going to okay. go ahead and say... So, well, well, no, we'll get into it right now. Why I'm not excited... I mean, I'm excited to see Ben Affleck direct a Batman movie. I th- I'm interested in what I've seen of him as Batman so far. I think he's a good director. But for um, the comic book fans out there, it's going to be worked on um, 
by Jeff Johns. Yeah. Okay. Who is a super popular comic book writer, done a bunch of very popular things with Green Lantern. Um, wrote several issues of one of Mikey's favorite comics. Yeah, Booster, Booster Gold. Gold. Yeah. And uh, but also writes a lot of mediocre to bad comics and does a piss poor job of ever writing Batman. Um, I've never read his Batman. I've heard his Aquaman was really good. I feel like but, people say that who I don't know. I feel like you're just a Jeff Johns fan. I've just heard that, but yeah. My whole stance about Jeff Johns is that he's not bad. He's really not bad. He, uh, he's above mediocre. Uh-huh. But I do agree with you about how he basically is he's basically like the guy and I imagine it's just one guy in Hollywood. It's like, hey, people remember this. Let's just reboot this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, I'd say he is guilty of being that guy where it's just like, hey, remember, you like The Flash, right? Let's just uh, make all these callbacks to all the stuff that happened in The Flash previous to this year. Yeah. And that is kind of weak. But I do think as a writer... As just a straight-up writer. Like, if he wasn't writing comics, if he was writing anything, mm-hmm. he's he's solid. Have you read his Justice League? I have not. Well, no, I have not. It is atrociously bad. Is it? Well, okay. It. What else, though? What else is atrociously bad? What else? I mean, I generally... Oh, okay. Uh, what was that uh, fin- uh, Forever Evil? No, I don't even know what that is. That was the big uh, event from, was it last year or the year before, that had the crime syndicate and uh, the Justice League went, like, missing in action? I was uh, on an extended work vacation. Okay. For that. So, um, anyways, I, I it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, way in the fact that, like, we're finally getting a comic book guy being able to have direct access to working on a major Batman movie. Well, and you're not going with any of the writers who are more synonymous with Batman. Well, he's, I, I kind of agree with that, but he's DC's, what, like, he's their, like, alternate media guy or, you know. No, absolutely. Right? And but, I, but it is kind of greedy of him to be like, well, this is my job, so I'm going to give this job to me. Yeah, and it's like, you know... Not Frank Miller, which most of DC's Batman stuff is based on. Not Scott Snyder, who's been writing the number one selling Batman book for the past several years. Not right. Grant Morrison. You know, not Jeff Loeb. Nobody. It's going to Jeff Johns, who has no, you know, mark on Batman whatsoever. You know what I was thinking is, if do you think that it's possible that he offered it to Morrison, and Morrison said, "Like, do you, do you imagine? Can you see Morrison writing a movie like like wanting to?" Yeah, I can't. I I know. I spend a lot of my time just listening to that man speak, right? And he has made it abundantly clear that he wants to get into movies. And for some reason, like Mark Millar just shits out movies one after another, right? But Grant Morrison can't get anything going. Like uh, that's really weird. Yeah, I, I think. Not Nameless. What was the book he did right before Nameless? Uh, which was... Um, damn. I forget what it's called. But it was for Legendary Comics. And that was the whole thing was 
pitched as a movie, but then somehow along the way got turned into a comic book. And it was for Legendary, who that's a, you know, they make movies. They don't make comics. Right, right. You know, but they took this and made a comic out of it. Oh, man, that's going to kill me until I can think of the uh, the name of that movie. So, anyways, I know for a fact that Grant Morrison would leap at anything. I don't think it was offered. Like, you're not going to pitch it to... I mean, I, I know Frank Miller is past his uh, prime... Yeah, well, yeah, I don't, I, and plus, But like, still, like, even what we've seen in the, you know, Dawn of Justice, like, there's so much of his Batman, like, you're not gonna give, let him take a pass at something? I think, I, I that's the thing, is like, I'm sure it's Jeff Jones being excited, being like, yes, finally, I'll get to write a movie about Batman, I'm sure he loves Batman, but... Have you? I, I don't think I he does from that, this Batman I've read. Oh, Annihilator! <laughs> Annihilator was the uh, book that yeah. I was trying to think of. I I think I, what I would like to see is if he does this first Batman movie, and I imagine there's going to be multiple Batman movies. I imagine they're just going to copy Marvel's. Well, they're plan. announcing it as a standalone. Right, but I'm sure there's going to be a couple more after that too. It's fucking Batman. Right. That hopefully he'll write the first one. And if that does okay enough for a second one, he'll hand it off to someone like Grant Morrison or or, or he Scott just Snyder. like, oh hey, look at look how good I did. I'm going to keep doing this because the paycheck is sweet. Well, he's a busy guy. Apparently you know? and, not. And isn't it going to be him and Affleck writing it? Yeah, but that's, I mean, I feel like that's yeah. so weird to me. That is such a weird idea. It's also really going to be apparently going to be pulling a lot of themes or ideas from Jeff Johns' Batman Earth One book. Yeah, I heard that. So, um, but you know what makes me more upset than Jeff Johns uh, getting to write a Batman movie? What's that? Jeff Johns uh, saying that he wants to write a New Gods book. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Which also was announced, and I don't know if that was announced as much as something he said during a panel, and I wrote it down because it upset me so much. (laughs) I don't care about the... And like I said, I don't care about the Jeff Johns aspect of that. I just think the New Gods need to be left alone for a very long time at this point. No, I, I could see. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the New Gods, but the expo- the overexposure at this point is ridiculous. Yeah, it was cool that they were brought back kind of recently. I mean, I know they've been used here and there, especially by Morrison, you know, what, almost 20 years ago. But... I mean, I, thought, I feel like they were used pretty well in Final Crisis. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying like that they've been used a lot more more recently. You and want to, you want to hear something else about the new gods? What's that? Neil Adams, uh, fairly fresh off of the really weird Batman Odyssey, is going getting ready to drop Coming of the Superman, which is going to feature uh, the new gods. I don't hate that. Did you read Batman Odyssey? No, but I like Neil Adams. No, I like Neil Adams in theory. And I like old Neil Adams, but Batman Odyssey was really fucking weird, dude. Uh, I never, no, I never read it. So, like, Neil Adams, like, subscribes to this whole thing about, like, how the Earth is growing on the inside. That's not a bet. It's kind of interesting. And uh, so, like, this is, like, a book where it's, like, Batman and Robin... It's like Batman telling a story to somebody, we don't know who he's talking to, about the time he told a story to Robin 
about the time that he was shot to death on a train. So Neil Adams watched Inception <laughs> and then started writing down yeah, ideas. But, but then that story about Batman being shot down on a train turned into that one time where Batman and Robin went to like the underworld dinosaur kingdom and were like fighting dinosaurs and magicians and shit. Wow. <laughs> Which actually makes it sound way more interesting than it really was. Because I'm kind of interested in reading the comic book that I'm talking about right now, but... Sounds like it could go either way. It sounded really awesome or really bad, but... So yeah, so Neil Adams uh, going uh, touching up on the new gods, which I'm interested to see, kind of, a little yeah. bit. But also I'm very cautious just because of the most recent work I've seen of him was really fucking bizarre. Well, I mean... He, and for anyone listening who doesn't know who Neil Adams is... Yeah, he's been doing stuff a long time. He, he just wants to get a little bit... Like, Morrison's bizarre, but it works. Yeah, but Morrison's bizarre in a way that he could strip down a character and bring out what you love about them. There's yo, no part of me that's like, yo, I really wish Batman was flying around on a pterodactyl fighting wizards. Yo, to be fair, Neil Adams did work in the art department for Heavy Metal. Who Grant Morrison was also announced as the uh, upcoming editor of. Yeah, I'm talking about Heavy Metal's a movie, but yeah. Oh, well, I mean, same difference. Well, once you mentioned Batman flying around on... It kind of all came together. Oh, yeah, I got the check. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Um, Speaking of Batman, and also how I'm just crushing these segues right now. uh, (laughs) Hey, I tried to to help you there. Batman yeah. and Ninja Turtles Team Up miniseries was announced, which is like the ultimate fantasy, I think, for people of a very specific age range. Yeah, well, I also can't believe that didn't happen 30 years ago. Yeah, it know? feels a little late. But who's writing it? You know? uh, James Tynion IV, I think that's how you name it. He's, he's worked on Eternal last year. He's yeah. done a bunch of Batman stuff already. But no Ninja Turtles stuff. Not that I'm aware of. I don't feel like it's hard to write Ninja Turtles, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't really feel like you have to do a lot with this book. It kind of sells itself. It does. Well, it'll sell itself, but... It doesn't even matter. I'm going to buy it. I don't care if it's good or not. Imagine the good things and the bad things that will come if it's really good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What if it became its own series? Batman engine. I don't. I feel like that's a lot of licensing on the table. That I don't think it's too much. I mean, what fucking what's his name? Eastman pretty much owns all the rights at this point, and he's a pretty laid back dude when it comes to stuff like that. Like he let Michael Bay make two movies out of it. You know, I like the Last Ninja Turtles movie. I didn't. You don't like anything. That's also, not uh, uh, Eastman is going to be working on some of the covers. For the Batman uh, Ninja Turtles crossover. See, that's what I'm saying. So that's he's all. He's all for uh, it. Yeah, that should be cool. I think. Um, let's see what other sweet segues can I make. Um, Grant Morrison returning. Well, let's just, let's just stick on the Batman train for a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then you want to bring out the the big. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Yo. Okay. Real quick though, I might cut this out later, but I'm just looking at uh. Venture Bros figures giving away his prizes at uh-huh. the Adult Swim uh, San Diego Comic Con thing. Uh huh. They have a fucking Shore Leave doll now in that same like <laughs> ongoing series. <laughs> you got to yeah. get that. 
Yeah, they have the Alchemist. They have Sergeant Hatred in the Venture Getup. Uh huh. Oh man, I want all of them. Uh, I feel like you need Shore Leave. <laughs> all right. Well, what were you gonna bring up though? I was gonna bring up that. Uh, so we all know that Grant, or as we just said a couple of minutes ago, Grant Morrison was announced as the new editor of Heavy Metal Magazine. But right, he's right. also making his grand return to Batman. Right. So how exactly? Explain okay, it. so I, I listened to an interview with him earlier, and pretty much what the idea is, it's going to be following the uh, Batman black and white format, which was a comic book that uh, was primarily an artist showcase where you would get a ton of different artists, some of them like top you know, um, industry guys and some of them – um, like young artists trying to break into the industry. And each issue would be like, say, eight different stories. Uh, and it would be, you know, a right. different artist okay. on each story. So gotcha. everyone kind of giving their own interpretation of Batman. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And uh, so Grant Morrison's going to be doing that in one graphic novel. And his idea, like, you know, he wants to, he, his idea is that he wants to bring in, you know, people who would never necessarily make comic books you know like everything from uh what, what am i trying to say right now like uh i don't, I don't like do artwork like in galleries and stuff like that you know that that's like his no main, wait he's gonna write all of it and then he's writing other... everything yeah he's gonna I, I assume he's gonna write several different stories and he's gonna pass it off to all these different artists who he was saying that there might be a couple people who are like traditional comic book artists just so some of it looks familiar. But besides that, he really wants to, you know, bring in different types of artists that you wouldn't normally see. Right. Which I think is uh, pretty interesting. And yeah, also, um, so- I would, well, I, you know, and I really hope that, or I can really see uh, more than one of those being Arkham Asylum again. Okay. <laughs> which I, I, I liked the effort. And actually, I didn't hate it, but more than one of those is going to be a bit much, I, I think. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, but, you know, I, I'm okay with that because even if it's Grant Morrison writing Batman, and at this point I think there's few people who have a better lock on that voice than he does. And also, if it's pushing the artistic boundaries of what we see in a comic book normally, I'm up for that. Right. You know, just somebody what, doing something like, a little different. I liked, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I liked Arkham Asylum, but I think the reason that I liked it is because it was so different. And it made me it made me feel weird when I got done reading it. You know, oh, absolutely, I mean? yeah. But I think once you do that more and more, it kind of lessens the value of each one, you know? Well, to be fair, he hasn't done that since, like, the 80s. So he's put, like, a nice... Uh, yeah. A nice bit of time between doing weird Batman stuff. True. Um, he's also coming back to do a follow-up for Multiversity. Well, I mean, Multiversity was laid out to be a follow-up on many different ways. Yeah. You know? and I, But, you know, it's one of those things where I didn't think they were going to follow through with it. Exactly. I thought DC would be like, all right, thanks, and then not do anything with it. So now I guess he's kind of like, well, fuck, someone's got to fucking do it. Well, you know, it's been a long time rumored that he was going to – that he's wanted to work on something Flash-related. And from what I understand, like – so this is, a lot of it is going to kind of spiral out of what he – his uh, Flash story he has planned. 
So he's kind of just going to get the... He's basically, like, he's got it started, and now he's going to try to, like... I don't know how to say it. Like, get it started more. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> more like kinda, kinda sin. Well, also, like, imagine you are... Imagine you're an established writer. Okay. And I'm there. And you're kind of, you know, on DC's list or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Morrison drops Multiversity... And you maybe want to take a whack at it, but you're also, you know, you're kind of hesitant. You know, that's what I kind of imagine is going on. Like, maybe they do want to do stuff with it, but they also are like, yo, I mean, I got some ideas. I don't know if this is cool, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. He's always felt like to me like the kind of writer who makes these things and then is like wants people to follow up on it. And they don't necessarily always do. I mean, but like, look at Damien. Even like when he was killed off Damien, he made sure to write in you know, a way to bring him back. Right. And, but what I'm saying is I feel like it's either people are really intimidated by it or they really don't care about it. I could see that. It could be a bit, they're really big shoes to follow. Right. But either way, I'm pretty excited about all of it. He, he was also hinting that there was more things involved with it that have not been announced yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe this could all be part of a bigger picture. And we all know that there's the Wonder Woman book, that has been being worked on for several years at this point, which will hopefully come out as well along with everything else that uh, they're talking about. This is Mike Espinos from Legion of Leia with your comic book suggestions for the week of July 8th. First up, we have Archie Number 1 by writer Mark Wade and artist Fiona Staples. We return to Riverdale and find out what happened between Archie and Betty and why are they broken up. Will Jughead have the answer? It's a great read. Check it out. Next up, we have Rebels Number 4 by writer Brian Wood and artist Andre Muti. We see what happens when Mercy gets left behind and Seth gets a special assignment from George Washington. This book just keeps getting better. Definitely check it out. Third book this week is Batman Number 42 by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Jim Gordon starts looking for help from old friends. Batman starts facing enemies who have powers when they shouldn't. Will we see Mr. Bloom soon? It's a good book. Make sure you check it out. Our penultimate book is 1872, number one, by Jerry Duggan and Doc Schenner. The town of Timely is being defended by Sheriff Steve Rogers with the help of a drunk, Anthony Stark. Mayor Wilson Fisk tries to take law into his own hands, causing trouble. It's real heroes without any powers. A great story. Our last book this week is Star Wars Lando number one by Charles Soule and Alex Maleve. One of my favorite smugglers, Lando Calrissian, returns to the Star Wars universe with his friend Lobot, and they end on a heist that makes you wonder what could happen next. It's everything you've ever wanted from a Lando book. I absolutely recommend it. That's it for this week. I'm Mike Espinos from Legion of Leia. You can check me out on Twitter at go read something or on legionlea.com. I now return you to your regularly scheduled 80-page giants. Let's talk about the Batman vs Superman trailer. Okay, let's get into it. Right, <laughs> that's that's a lot of Grant Morrison. People, if you're still listening, thank you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this this is really what we probably should have started this episode off with. The Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice, official Comic-Con second movie trailer premiered just this afternoon. Everyone in the world has seen it at this point. We get It's just a little over three minutes long, and we get a great look at most of our heroes. 
and a lot of the world in which they occupy for this movie. Right. Um, finally get to see Wonder Woman. We finally get to see Wonder Woman in action. We get to see Lex Luthor. Yeah, with a flowing mane of the, hair. That flowing red mane of gorgeous silken hair. So do you it, think he's going to do the Gene Hackman move and like take it off and be like, oh, I'm bald? Oh, where, uh, yeah, the guy from next door tries to come over. And, never mind. Um, <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> isn't that what happened in American, uh, was it American Beauty? I don't know. What's that movie? With the fucking kid with the plastic bag? That's American Beauty. Was Gene Hackman in American Beauty? No, you know who I'm thinking of? The other Lex Luthor. Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Gene Hackman, I think in the first Superman movie, he More has like hair and then he just kind of takes it off like, ha ha, no, I'm I think evil. It's a, I, think I it's have no hair. I think it's a throwback to like how Luthor had hair in the uh, right. comics or whatever. Right. Anyways, nobody cares about the Luthor hair. I'm talking about the first Superman movie though. So we get to see a... No. Uh, Jason Todd Robin costume. Yeah, that was, uh, and I didn't even notice that until you sent it to me. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep, with bullet so, holes in it and uh, a nice message from the Joker spray painted on it. Oh, bullet holes! Yeah, I didn't notice the bullet holes. That kind of makes it a little. Well, lame. there's a few in there, you know. It could, it could have been an overall kind of torture thing. Maybe the I'd like to think they're crowbar tears. Okay. Yeah. Ex- explosion <laughs> holes. <laughs> Impact. Yeah. Some crowbar explosions. Yes. Um, what else do we get to see in that movie? We get to see a bunch of Batman. We get to see Bruce to Wayne see... running into a collapsing building. We get to see Batman From, kicking that... Superman through a skylight. Yeah, that was cool. That, that collapsing building, though, it's from... Uh... Uh, Man, of so can, Man of Steel. Thank you. I was going to yeah. say minute, minute work. That's that's not right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was for minute work. The band. Yeah. Fucking land down under. Yeah. Uh, but no. Yeah. So Bruce Wayne, I guess, has lost Jason Todd. Has lost probably some other people. Mm-hmm. And during Man of Steel, I guess he lost somebody. Somebody important. Yeah. I don't know who. Uh, I, I believe it was Ted Building, the collapsing building man. <laughs> it was Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Second, but like they, there's that thing where he opens a newspaper and says like, "What you failed your family or something like that?" Yeah, family. There's a, a weird message. Who do who did that come from? We're not sure. We get to see Jeremy Irons, Alfred. That yeah, kind of modern looking. Yeah, we get to see that. We get. Uh, has the same glasses as me. In that a little bit of uh, Bruce training. Did we? Yeah, that's what he was pulling a oh, big yeah. a rope. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, uh, see, we, and like I told you this earlier, I saw too much, man. Like, I was excited to see it. Yeah. Like, no, like I really want do want to see it, but then after I watched it, I was like, oh, I saw too much, man. I don't want to see a fucking... I watched uh, it like five times. I, yeah, me too. I didn't want to see the <laughs> I didn't want to see the giant rock of kryptonite that Lex Luthor had. I want to I want to see that shit when I see the movie, you know? Yeah. Like it's uh, way too much. Way too much. Seeing Batman shoot his grappling gun and leap off the that was, building. I was fine with seeing that. I could watch that over and over. Rad. I I could watch that until the end of time. Wonder Woman kicking ass. Someone send us a gif of that, please, cuz I don't please. feel like making it. Uh, Wonder if, Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman, I, I could, yeah, not too much. 
Batman using his grappling hook to get out of the way, I could watch forever and ever. Um, but I, I feel like we might have gotten a glimpse of a possible Aquaman something where we saw a little kid swimming underwater. Yeah, we saw something underwater. And that's, that's, that's what it was. The theory I was uh, thinking is that Lex Luthor kind of turns Batman and Superman on each other. They fight. Uh, Aquaman is the main threat that kind of comes out. Well, uh, do, you, do you want me to set it straight or... Well, no. How much spoilers do you want me to... Because I can tell you right now that's not the case. Let me finish. Okay. And then you can set it straight. Okay. Me. Okay. So, Batman and Superman fight for a little bit. Uh-huh. They have to go deal or talk to Aquaman. Um, <laughs> at the end of the movie... <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of the movie, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman are like, oh, shit, wait, Lex Luthor is really the asshole, and that sets up the next movie. Okay. So go ahead with your... With All right, tri- so I would just like to say um, spoilers. So yeah. if you don't want to hear spoilers, you can skip ahead, but also at a random point in this podcast, I'm just going to repeat it again to trick you into listening to them. Well, skip ahead and... Here, we'll do this. We'll put a thing in there. Right? Skip ahead to... 35, 38. So basically what happens is, you know, we see the Superman destruction. That's what gets up Batman's ire to come out of retirement or semi-retirement, whatever it is. Uh, I'm, also, I'm also really annoyed that they're doing an origin flashback, too. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a quick thing. Hopefully. Yeah. So Batman, you know, he's coming back out, you know, to uh, take down Superman. But uh, what Luther Luther has his hands on the dead corpse of General Zod. And uses that to make Doomsday, and that's the big threat that they're fighting in the middle part of the preview that you can't really see. Really? Yeah. I thought I saw Bruce Wayne getting the corpse of General Zod, and I thought he was taking uh, his armor to make nope. uh, armor to fight Superman. Wow. No, nope, nope, we're getting Doomsday. That's the big bad guy in this movie that they are hiding and dancing around showing you. And that's what's going. And that's going to be the uh, the the thing that brings Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman together. Uh, as you know, as far as like all, them all fighting together, and then at the end of the movie, we're going to get Cyborg and uh, a little glimpse of uh, the Justice League to be. So they're going to blow the Doomsday load. Basically. Yeah, which I think is a the fair first, enough for the first movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, but. They don't follow up within three movies with the new gods. Then where do they you go? Know, from I was talking to uh, this is about Ellis before he ditched the show to go watch fucking Minions. Right. Was that I feel like uh, you should plant the seeds for new gods over in the also announced Green Lantern Corps movie. I am killing these segues. <laughs> there you go. Killing them. You set them up and I'm just knocking them right down. There you like go. how Doomsday's the secret villain in Superman Batman. Did I get All him? Right. Did I, I did I get him, Mikey? I don't you got me because Suckers. I, I didn't think they were gonna blow the, the load that early. Yeah, they're blowing saying. it. It's a hot like, load of the biggest co- the maybe the most famous comic event of all time, and they're just gonna blow it. Just all over just all over the place. Are you talking about bigger than the time that uh I'm Doc saying Pickles was in Jimmy Olsen? 
Because... <laughs> um, bigger, bigger to us or bigger to the rest of the world? I really want to get my hands on those Don Rickles, Jimmy Olsen issues. For real. How, they must be cheap. It's, it's from like, the Kirby era, too. I imagine they're, they're not, not expensive. cheap. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like some old dude's really holding on to this Don Rickles meets Jimmy Olsen comic. <laughs> Drawn by Jack Kirby. Like, how well, bad is Yeah, that? <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty fucking dope. Dude, if you hurry up, you can get Don Rickles to sign it. Ooh. Hey, Green Lantern Corps, go. Green Lantern Corps movie was strongly hinted at, announced at Wait, the uh, Comic-Con. So it's going to be Green Lantern Corps. So it's yeah. going to be about the team. all of the Green Lantern. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I think I think that's where you want to go to start planting your new god seeds. You think, huh? Deep in outer space, you know? Maybe well, you knock out one or two of those, and that's the reason you got to send Green Lanterns to Earth. Well, at, at this point is... Oh, so... I'm sorry. So there isn't even a Green Lantern from Earth at this point. Um, well, officially, no, but who knows what they may announce. There's rumors of Chris Pine, uh, taking over for Hal Jordan. Tyrese as a, uh, Jon Stewart. Hmm, Hal Jordan, eh? I'm not mad at Chris Pine as Hal Jordan, I'll tell you why. I always imagined Hal Jordan to be a bit Captain Kirkish. Yeah, I, I mean, Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner... Almost the same guy, as far as I'm concerned. They're totally different. But I'm very casual when it comes to Green Lantern. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, but Kyle Rayner, was, he was like the comic book artist nerd guy who was like into anime and drawing. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't see Chris Pine pulling that off. No, but he's going Hal Jordan. I know, I know, I know. But see, that's why I kind of like Hal Jordan. He's a pilot. He's cocky. He... He should be. He should have the... He dated a 13-year-old child. In comics? Yeah. Why would someone write that story? I don't know why someone... Why did someone write a story where uh, uh, Miss Marvel, who's now Captain Marvel, like, dates her own son? Like, who does that? Well... White uh, people in the 70s and 80s write that kind of comics, I guess. That aside... um, I, I just figured, like, it works for his superpower. You know, the character... Children? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the character reflecting the superpower. He's cocky. Yeah. He, like all pilots are, because they need to be. Mm-hmm. He needs to have this assuming willpower all the time, or else he'll fail. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what being Green Lantern's all about. No, no, I, I mean, I think Chris Pine would be a fine Hal Jordan. Look at what I just saw. X-Men Apocalypse trailer screened at Comic-Con. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Hasn't leaked yet. Oh, wait. Leaked footage of Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. He looks doofy. Can <laughs> we see a pic? Can you show me a picture? Can you click on that? Here, I'll send you the link real quick. Let's take a look here. Ooh, I like Storm with the Mohawk. This looks stupid. He looks like, uh, what was that bad guy from the Power Rangers movie? He's well. He sounds like uh, Tommy Lee Jones and JFK. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's a very weird. That might be weirder than James Spader's choices for Ultron. Did you not watch what I just watched? I don't see a movie link. I love James Spader's Ultron. By the way, hang on. 
Yes, that link. Sorry. All right, let's check it out. I'm sure I can find it once. Oh, shit, is that Jubilee? Oh, shit, that is totally Jubilee. Looking banging. Wait, who's Jubilee? What are you talking about? There's Nightcrawler in a Thriller jacket? Why is Nightcrawler wearing a Thriller jacket? Where do you see all this at? Oh, man. I do not see any of this Holy shit, shit that is Jubilee. That's Where? rad. Oh, Where God. Okay, okay, okay. Where do you see Jubilee? Okay, hold on. I'm sending this to you right now. Oh, wait, yeah. Nightcrawler in a Thriller jacket, Jubilee, and what looks like uh, Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Just out of nowhere. Unless she's like a young Jean Grey, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. It's because she's standing next to what looks like a young Cyclops. That's true, but I'm more interested in Jubilee and have a lot of questions about Thriller Nightcrawler. Yeah, um... It is, yeah, it is Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Wow. That's clearly the Thriller jacket. Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's the 80s, right? He also, yeah, but who the fuck really walked around with a Thriller jacket and a flock of seagulls haircut? It's the 80s, dude. Oh, man, but how good does Jubilee look? <laughs> I like that you're like, who the fuck walks around with a <laughs> Thriller jacket and a flock of seagulls haircut? But the dude is totally fucking blue with pointy ears. <laughs> Listen, I am looking at Jubilee right now and just falling in love. Yo, I didn't realize Jubilee was so Asian. Yeah. Her last name is Lee. Jubilation Lee. Oh, that's true. Cartoon, she wasn't Asian, though. Well, I think they whitewashed everything in that cartoon. Storm was barely black. Also leaked was the, uh, not officially leaked, but leaked, like, traditionally, like, what a leak really means is a Suicide Squad trailer. Right, and I imagine, um, by the time this episode is up uh they're gonna say fuck it and release it anyways yeah i was surprised we didn't actually see one tonight i thought we would have just jumped on it i think a lot of stuff is going to be officially online tomorrow is my guess maybe not but um so much stuff has been um leaked from suicide squad anyways at this Mm -hmm. point you know um, but yeah, I guess we're on polar opposite sides. Where I think, well, you want to go. You want to go first. Yeah, I mean, I'm aware that the director has not really made great movies, but I think the preview that we saw, I think, looks good. And also, I'll say this: maybe that guy hasn't made great movies, but he's made movies that really connect with certain people. Um, I think it's going to be really awful. Um, I, the only, the only, actually, and I know it's, it's crazy for me to even think that I'm saying this, but the only redeeming thing from that whole trailer was the Joker, actually. When I first saw that picture, that famous picture of the Joker, Mm -hmm. I thought, this is fucking horrible, missing the point, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But seeing him do it. Yeah. It's actually pretty rad. Yeah. Um, everything else, though, fucking terrible. I think this movie is going to be terrible. The guy has only made shitty movies. What are we, though? Some sort of suicide squad? Uh, yeah, right? That's that's like, uh, I'm going to chalk that up to uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, with it. What do you want? Justice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want yeah. a ton of justice. 
for Batman being Superman. This is a real Age of Ultron we got ourselves into. Yeah, exactly. Like the guy has made what I will say, honestly, are the, some of the worst movies ever made, written and directed. Um, and he's partly writing and directing this. I believe he's partly writing it. Uh, but... Have you ever seen the movie where Steven Seagal was an Eskimo, like trying to fight big oil companies or some shit like that in Alaska? Yeah, at least that had a subplot. What the <laughs> fuck was SWAT? What was the subplot to that? Technology? Like, that's oh. so fucking brain dead. Fucking it was, fast, hey, you fast. want to see Colin Farrell and LO Cool J in the same movie? <laughs> then check out Aliens 3. That Fast Callback! The first Fast and the Furious is so awful. Not, not saying that the others are any better. Those movies have gotten is... really good. The past few are outstanding movies. Yo, are you kidding me? No, have you watched them? I watched part of the most recent one. Have you watched Fast Five? It's fucking unbelievably good. I don't believe you. Listen, I'm not saying it's fucking Tombstone, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, a really good action movie... Action movies become good when you are invested in the characters, and then you believe those characters, you will follow those characters in the, into any ridiculous situation, or the plot is really well done. Action That's how movies, I feel about The Rock. That's why I want, I'm invested in the character. Action movies that are just car porn is yeah. not does not explosions or action sequences doesn't necessarily make it a good action movie. No, it I, has it has to all blend together. Yeah, but sometimes I think there's something to be said about just a popcorn movie that you don't have to think about. Well, I mean. No, I I don't believe in the popcorn movie. I don't. Okay. I I don't think that popcorn movies should get a pass. The same way I don't believe indie movies should get a pass. I don't believe that I don't believe in the statement like, well, it was good for an indie movie. I think indie movies should be held to the same sta- standard as big budget movies because the moment that you start giving indie movies a pass for being an indie movie, Right, you got to give everyone a pass. Well, you're also going to get a flood of shitty indie movies. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fair enough. Like, the only way that you can tell people, like, uh, that you want to see more of this is by paying it to see in a theater. Because that's where all their income comes from. That's where their only, uh, you know, uh, clues as to whether or not that movie worked is by going to see it in the theater. So the reason that there's, what, four or five Transformers movies is because people keep paying to go see the spectacle that is Transformers. The first one, I wasn't too upset that I actually got to, that I went to go see it in theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, you know, yeah, it was entertaining. The, the CG was really cool, blah, blah, blah. It was a nice nostalgia ride. But everything past that, you know what movies that uh, you don't have to pay money to see in the movie theater? What's that? The just also announced um, Batman the Killing Joke animated movie. Don't know why they're doing that. Very controversial pick, especially with all the heat that that book has gotten lately. Lately? Really? Yeah, there's like been a big pushback against that. Well, I like that. Yeah. Uh, also, Batman Bad Blood, which is going to be introducing Batwoman to the DC animated universe. I actually, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that idea. And the, uh, what is it, Justice League versus Titans? Justice League versus the Titans, yeah. That sounds amazing. 
Uh, killing, killing Joke, I like the Killing Joke for what it is. I don't think it's fucking amazing or no. you know, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people have been asking like... for it for a long time. And I'll be honest with you, I don't I know. Tim, I think I'm, I'm skipping this movie. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point I was going to make. Is I'm not going to go see Suicide Squad in theaters because that's going to tell Hollywood that I want to see another Suicide Squad movie. So I'm not going to go see it because I don't want to see the first one. I'm buying an extra ticket, so it's like you go. <laughs> well, I'll torrent it all day. I'm, just, I'm going just... to buy a ticket, and then when I go there, they'll be like, oh, hey, do you want to like give a dollar to like adults who can't read? And I will, and they'll give me that little piece of paper, and I'll write uh, your name on it. So <laughs> they'll think that you were there. I'll torrent it just so I can tell you why it's so bad. But, <laughs> but What if kill- it's a really good movie? The Killing Joke... <laughs> it won't be, trust me. The, ki- the Killing Joke, though... Um... Uh, I, it's going to be one of those situations where you can read the book faster than you can watch the movie, I think. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot in that book that I don't want to ever see animated. Like, it becomes like a weird fetish cartoon if you animate some of that stuff. Well, I think maybe if you were to animate that issue of Booster Gold, then it would become a weird fetish. But but I th- as much as yeah, you hate, and I know you personally hate to see... Barbara Gordon getting shot and crippled and all that shit. Yeah. That's part of what makes that story so good. And that's the fact that you are so uncomfortable with reading that and mm-hmm. and experiencing that is part of what makes that book so good because it made you feel that way. You know you know what I'm saying? No, no, for sure. And like I, I'm I'm not taking away the fact I'm not going to argue whether or not it's was you know, done well, or whether, I mean, the art is phenomenal in The Killing yeah. Joke. And you're absolutely right. The Killing Joke is, makes you feel something very visceral and f- feel something, you know, very intensely. And that's fine. That's all good and well. But it's the but same thing where it's like, you know, with Miracle Man, where Kid Miracle Man's getting raped by, like, you know, British schoolboys. Okay. I don't want to read that, and I'm not going to. And, like, I'm sure it makes you feel all sorts of things when you read it, but <laughs> I'm not really particularly interested in it. You know, it, it kind of goes to your movie comment where it's like, I'm not going to put my dough on that. Right. You know, I I'm sure it can be done very well. I just can't believe that they're going to do the killing joke. I also don't and... like watching The Crow for very similar reasons. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that they're going to do the killing joke when I know for a fact that Red Sun was on the table. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather see a Nightfall adaptation all day, a three-part Nightfall adaptation, if that. Okay. Um, uh, maybe a continuation of what they started with uh, Batman vs. Robin and the Court of Owls story. Uh, well, you know, we could maybe like, get some of that in Batman Bad Blood. Yeah, well, it's going to be an original thing, they said, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I think a lot of these movies are all set in this quasi-New 52 animated world. Okay. That's, like, their whole goal. I think the Bruce Timm stuff is its own thing. Like, he's, I think, given, you know, free reign to do whatever the fuck he wants, but... You say that, but they're doing the killing joke. You know what I'm saying? Which is a Bruce... Which falls under the Bruce Timm thing. Well, fuck. 
I'd want to see a Swamp Thing movie over any of that. Right. I'd want to see a long Halloween adaptation, a two-parter, maybe. Oh, that would be so rad. Right. They did such a good do- job with Dark Knight Returns. Or a Hush. Hush, Hush would be great. Okay, so is there anything in particular that, like, out of all the stuff that got announced this weekend, and there's there's been more, I feel like what we went over um, is probably, like, the main points that people care about. Is there anything that you're most excited for? Oh, I'm really excited for Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. I am really excited uh, to uh, <laughs> download Suicide Squad and see how much it sucks. Okay. I, uh, I'm really excited for Star Wars. The little behind-the-scenes reel that they ran was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish J.J. would just stick on... Uh, Ryan Johnson's cool, too, but I wish... JJ would just do all three uh, to kind of have some kind of sort of a. Uh, what know, did they announce? The guy who did Jurassic the... World is doing the next one or something? I think so. I think that's who it was. Which I don't think that's a great idea. Mm, Jurassic World was. A bad movie. No, it's pretty alright. You know, I was thinking about this, and Chris Pratt is one of like the most beloved actors in America right now. Mm-hmm. And he has so much personality, mm-hmm. you know, like, but that movie, he, like, they somehow found a way to suck all the life out of him. He, you know what he really needed is, um... It was like, they were like, let's use all the Chris Pratt B-takes. Well, maybe that, but also, they really needed a moment, they needed kind of, not not necessarily a flashback moment, but maybe a moment where he told, like, a story of his past, yeah, make him a little more human. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, he was almost there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to think that they just didn't tell him anyone else's dialogue, and he was constantly surprised and trying to come up with something to say. Well, I mean, if you think about it, he was the voice of reason in that movie. He told them everything they should have done, and they ignored him the whole movie. So I would be surprised, too, if I was like, you should do this, and everyone was like, nah... Like, yo, I'm telling you right now, you need to do this. Like, nah, we're not going to do it. We're just going to open this door. It's probably hopped over the fence. We're just going to open this door real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm most looking forward to... Man, you know, I was really hyped up on the Batman Ninja Turtle stuff. Yeah. But the Batman Superman movie preview just came in like a fucking atomic bomb. And... It's I can't stop thinking about it. True. I'm very excited about that. Grant Morrison making his triumphant return to Batman and get you know in doing a multiversity follow up. God, That's... I hope I, I really want Morrison to do Batman and Ninja Turtles though. Like how crazy would that be? <laughs> how fucking insane would that be? Like Yeah. I could just see like Michelangelo having an existential crisis and like Oh no, dude, he would like oh, take man. it back to like the I, I, I can't decide if, if Morrison, Mr. Like, who's, like, great at stripping characters to their core, would take it back to, like, the old school underground era Ninja Turtles, or if he would take it back to the cartoon. Oh, he, he'd take it back to the the first. You're right. The first. The, the cartoon, yeah. you, you have, like, one dimension to work with in the cartoon. You know what and, it would be? I feel like he would go, he would make, he would go full Frank Miller on Batman and Ninja Turtles. I don't it would just think be he like would. This black and white, gritty, bloody comic with ninjas and 
like arrows sticking out of people's eyes. That has been our Comic Con 2015 review. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with another episode. You can catch me on Twitter and bother me or ask questions or just chit chat. My uh, new Twitter handle is at spaceheater86, number 86. And uh, Mikey, your Twitter handle? Uh, AD Page Mikey. That's right. You can listen to us every week on soundcloud.com slash Giants or on iTunes where you can subscribe to our show and it'll pop up right on your phone. You can rate and review us and help us get that sweet, sweet sponsor money eventually. Um, and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up anytime at 80pagegiants at gmail.com. Graduate!